Israel, thank you so much for dedicating your life and soul to our nation and all people that grow with our people. Uh, thank you, Errol. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for those kind words. The listeners need to understand that the name of the book right away is A Patriot's Promise. Protecting my brothers, fighting for my life, and keeping my word. That's a lot of weight on your shoulders, sir. Uh, yes, especially, uh, you know, when that promise uh, began at the age of 12, you know, after the last words my dad asked me to do before his death. So it was, you know, but but I didn't want to let my dad down. Uh, I wanted to honor him and and for him to look down on me and, and say, I'm proud of my boy. He's kept that promise. And that's all I try and do. My connection to your book is that I, I lost my father as well. And there's I feel that he's more present inside my soul today than he was when he was in my life. I mean, I just I just feel him stronger. Do you feel the same way? I do. I, I you know, I feel my dad with me all the time. You know, everywhere I, what I do, I'm always thinking, would my dad approve? Would, yes. Would be happy what I'm doing. Uh, you know, he's always with me. You know, I always, you know, when I speak, he's always there. He, I always talk about him. And because again, he was, it, those words shaped who I became. It, it guided me on the path that I'm on. And, and I've never regretted or, you know, asked, you know, why'd you put all this pressure on me? It's just like, I want to make my dad proud. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to continue to do. One of the energies that you that you really do push through the pages is the fact that, because we, we all live in this world where people go, how are you doing today? I'm surviving. You know what? They need to read this book is what they need to do. Because <laughs> you teach us how to thrive, not survive. Uh, thanks, Eric. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I, I think sometimes people forget that we all have a spark uh, that, 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 keeps us going and it's kind of ironic that a burn guy is saying that we all have a spark mm-hmm. you know but but you know we do and and sometimes we can find not find it on our own but sometimes you need help finding it and and by either you know hearing someone's story or listening to it and that's what i wanted to do in the book because you know i never what I did, I never did it on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the book, I even say I couldn't do it on my own. I needed help. I needed my family. I needed my friends. There are moments I needed help. And that's what I wanted to do in the book to to help people find their spark. And, and I'm a realist. I understand that I'm not going to touch everyone. But those one or two that really, truly need it mm-hmm. and read my book and they see the joy in life again, all that pain, all that suffering I went through is worth it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I helped them find their spark and it, and helped me keep that promise to my dad. Do you think that helping to find that spark uh, actually begins at understanding that you've got to have a relationship with yourself and it grows from there? I, I think it does. You got to you got to you know know your limitations, mm-hmm. know who you are, and and don't front something that you're not. You know, uh, you know. I think the hardest thing, especially for for special special warfare operators like ourselves is showing vulnerability that we need help you know we're we're we're, we're the the tip of the spear in the military we're we are those nervous steel knuckle draggers you know that nothing scares us but sometimes we just we we don't want to show the the vulnerability and and sometimes people just they don't, don't know how to do that 
How far into your personal journey did you realize, oh my God, this isn't in my hands. The universe wants more from me and I've got to prepare for that. Well, it, it took me a while. It took me a long time. Uh, Cause it, you know, in the book I talk about how I felt like I was cursed. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is all this thrown at me at such a young age constantly? And you know, maybe they're preparing me for what was going to happen, you know, on December 4th, 05 to get me ready to overcome that big challenge, that big obstacle, and then to be able to come back and and fight for people and help them and, and help them, you know, honor my dad. And so it took me, like I said, it took a while, you know, even when I was in the hospital, I'm like, why is this happening? And then I, you know, I think it, the moment where it really hit me is when, when I did see my son for mm-hmm. the first time, mm-hmm. uh, seeing how, you know, I was scared that he was gonna be afraid of me and then him just coming up to me and, and asking us that, you know, saying, Papi, I was like, yeah, buddy, and hugging me. Yeah, I think that's when it hit me. I was like, got it. I got it. Yep. Yeah. I was like, I got to be able to help people get to this moment. Oh, especially today. My God. I mean, around the world, people have got to be reaching out to you because you really have, you've, you've lived it, you've experienced it, you know how to help heal people. And there, there are so many people going in so many different directions because of serving their own nations that they need leadership like you. Well, you know, even you say that about, you know, it's still weird for me uh, because I just, I see myself as, as DT man. The guy that likes to hang out with his buddies, you know, maybe, maybe have a, a bourbon once in a while and, and play some Call of Duty and talk smack, you know. <laughs> so when I, when I hear people say like, it's still, you know, it feels weird, you know. Uh, uh, it doesn't really hit me until when I receive messages, like you said, of people saying how they heard my story or, or, or read about me and how I gave them you know, joy in life and help them find their spark is when it hits. It's like, holy cow, people see me in this light. Uh, so it's like I said, I don't know if I'll ever get comfortable when people say that to me, but you know, I just keep doing what I'm doing and trying to uh, keep honoring that promise. Receiving the purple heart. Is that something that you quickly hide away in a cedar chest or someplace, or do you put it in an area that, that you remind yourself of, of this journey that you've been on? You, you know, uh, it's funny because I'm a big sports guy. Mm-hmm. So in my office, I have all this sports memorabilia and all that. And I remember, uh, it, you know, it was a couple of reporters that came in and they were doing a story on me. And they're like, uh, Sergeant Toro, where's where's your medals? Where's your Purple Heart? Where's your mm-hmm. other accommodations? And I was like, honestly, I have no idea. And they asked me to look for it. And I had to dig it up in a box. And they're like, why do you not show this off? So I'm like, it's like, cause I know what I did. Mm. It's like, I know what I did in the military. Yes. No one really wants a purple heart, even though it's our oldest medal. It was created by George Washington. But when, you know, most of the time when you get that, the purple heart, it takes you out of the fight. Yeah. And a lot of time we don't want to leave the fight. We want to be with our teammates. Uh, but it's still an honor receiving it. Uh, cause like I said, it is the oldest medal out there uh, in the U.S. military. Mm. Uh, but it does. It's It shows your prior to your injury and now it's, it's your new life. 
uh, with the Purple Heart. Wow, that because I, I talk a lot about that on iHeartRadio about facing that wall that says you used to be. Do, how do you deal with that when 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 your heart is saying, "Well, you used to be, but this is who you are in your present place of now." Nah, you, you just gotta you know realize really uh, your limitations. As much as we don't want to face that, we gotta realize that you know. Did I want to continue being an operator, mm-hmm. being downrange? You know, yes. You know, I would do it now if they asked me, hey, John, you want to go back downrange? They're like, hell yeah. <laughs> but I knew I couldn't be that. Unless we become like Star Wars and I get a cool Luke Skywalker hand <laughs> and I use the Jedi mind trick on everyone. Okay, but we're not there. But but I knew I could teach. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know my limitations. And I think that's the hardest thing that people is for them is know those limitations with their their new life you know i think you see it a lot of times uh, like with uh when you get older you can't do a lot of things like you used to right you know and so i think that's the hardest thing is people just knowing what they can and can't do they just you don't want to accept it because you still want to be that person that you have in your mind yeah well one of the best things was one of my buddies says dude I, i'm in my mind i'm still 22 but my body's 60. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's got to be a website where people can reach out to you because you are you are a teacher. You are a coach. You are a leader. And people are going to want to know answers. Uh, thank you. Well, I, I do I have my website, which is uh, uh, deltorostrong.com. Uh, and, and then, you know, obviously I have my social media where people reach out to me, you know, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I, I don't do TikTok because I like to say I'm not a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, people reach out on me on that. On, my, on uh, either my website or my social media, they want to talk. And, and I always have no problem people people reaching out to me, you know, because I never want to be that guy. Because we all have that hero or that person we look up to. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you get to meet them, sometimes you get disappointed and you wish you never met that person. And that's had happened to me. And, mm. and I never want to be that person. Yep. I still want to be the regular DT that if someone wants to say hi to me or take a photo with me or talk to me, God, I'm there for you. You know, now if I'm in the gym and I'm in the middle of a set, probably not the best time. <laughs> but if I'm resting, no, no problem. But yeah. I was, I want to, I, you know, I remember receiving the, uh, the Pat Tillman, the SB. And so many people reached out to me on social media. I got back to every single one of them saying thank you. Because I, I thought it was it was the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, if they took time to, to send me that, I could take the time to reach back and say thank you. Wow. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, sir. Uh, thank you, Errol. I, I appreciate that. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? I will do, brother. And you take care out there. <laughs> 